Hello, neighbors. Welcome to the Make Better Photos and Videos podcast. I'm Ross. Gordon is off this week. He's preparing an amazing episode for you. It's been an interesting month. I've been talking virtually with photographers at many levels of engagement. A number of statements being made got me wondering about the reasons people make photographs. I am being pedantic in the use of the phrase, make photographs, not to exclude any particular camera, but to keep the conversation oriented around a human being choosing to make a particular image. I'm very focused on people recording images, not for their employment or primary income, but for their personal reasons. As a result of my wonderment, I've been asking the why question. Often the answer is akin to, I don't know, or because. Those are interesting responses, but of little value because it meant that I had done a very poor job explaining what make photographs means. I tried again. The answers that I got were thoughtful and sometimes very honest, and all were interesting. In order of predominance amongst a decent, albeit limited, sample site, the responses ran like this, from most popular to least popular. The first response was, so I can post on social media to get likes and approval. Number two was to share with family and friends and show that I enjoy and am good at my hobby. Number three, to build my reputation as a creative person amongst those who don't know me directly. Number four, to share with a club or community group to receive positive feedback and some non-threatening coaching. And last of all, for my own pleasure, memory, and self-sustainment. I have to say that when personal joy is the last on the list, it's very telling, and I'm very saddened by what it's telling. That there are lots of people who take pictures without a lot of mental involvement, as well as those who take pictures because they like something that they see, but don't follow through on the making Maybe they're using computational photography tools or presets. That's not a surprise or inconsequential. But in the context of personal creativity, they're not actually making a photograph. If what they're doing makes them happy or at least neutral, that's fine for them. However, for a committed creative, it's not enough. I talk to people who are concerned that they're getting a picture or more every single day. This goal is about hitting a quantity not about making an image that will last. It's a pointless exercise, sort of like ensuring a regular bowel movement. However, this is the actual motivator for some folks. If I were a social being, I'd feel sorry for them. I want you to think about the difference between film and digital. Back in the days when we shot film, and I recognize that not everyone did, we were constrained by the number of frames on a roll and the cost of processing that roll. Digital made those two constraints not relevant because storage is cheap. Some harsh folks would say that lazy is cheap as well. Like all of us at one time or another, I've returned from photographic forays with hundreds of images. And yet when I look at them to do the culling, typically a few days later, I spend a lot of time marking many as not even worth importing because while the images contain data, the data has no value to me. 
I've heard and read that a picture is worth 10,000 words, which may be accurate, but if the words are all, um, uh, mm, then that value is still zero. What then constitutes a made photograph? The answer is simpler than some people think. We can describe it through a series of simple characteristics. First, there is a subject that the photographer is responding to. For this to work, that response is emotional. And the specific emotion is less important than that there is emotion at all. We don't feel anything. We're not likely to feel something in the future. And that may make us wonder why we did it in the first place. Photographer chooses to record what he or she is seeing in a manner that documents the emotion for future recollection. This is about banking memory. It's a very human thing. How this is done is through the process of composition, primary focus selection, depth of field choice, shutter speed choice, and overall exposure decision. While the photographer may use a tool that selects all of these things automatically, the probability of successful documentation of the emotion is far lower than if one is truly involved in the process. Holding the button down does not make a better photograph. In the greatest success scenario, the photographer can answer why I press the shutter. At time of image recording, and have exactly the same answer days or years later. If that answer to that question fades over time, and they do, then it might be indeed be a pleasant image, but it doesn't have long time integrity. If you don't know why you record an image, no one else will either, if that sort of thing matters to you. The photographer will then review the recorded image at some later point in time, and choose to make edits that increase the emotional commotion or resonance of the image. These edits may include crops, manipulation of tonal range, saturation, luminosity, or even the application of post-processing filters that are used to make the image stronger in its resonance. If the photographer chooses not to do any of these, that's okay too, but that typically indicates that the emotional resonance of the recorded image is already waning. The photographer then decides how he or she will use the image. Perhaps it will be used as a screensaver, or a background, or a wallpaper on a computer. Perhaps the photographer will choose the solution of a physical print. A recorded image not used in some way is lost. That's probably not some kind of sin, but it does imply that there is no connection. Why you photograph is your own business. But I will take the position for you to think about that if your own pleasure is not at the top of the list, you're failing yourself and your own interests. The only way that any work you do could matter to someone else is when you believe it's relevant. It has to matter to you. If the photograph that you actually do make doesn't matter to you, why'd you do it? For the Make Better Photos and Videos podcast, I'm Ross. We'll speak to you again real soon.